Welcome to Manager Tools, the M Conference. This cast answers these questions. What is the M Conference? How much does it cost? Where is it? What are you going to learn? All the details about the M Conference. Here we go. All right, Mark, uh, good uh, Good morning. Good morning. It's great to uh, great to talk to you again and talk about um, this. This cast is a little bit different because I don't know that we've ever done this before, and, and it won't be a long one, folks. Um, but today we're going to talk about the M Conference and what it is and why we're doing it and why you might might want to attend. What's different about it, and probably talk about some things about you know what it's like to be a manager and executive and what it's like to learn and why we're doing the M Conference because it is new to us um, and. We're doing it for some very specific reasons. You know, you said we've never done this before. I think we have had one time before we did a cast on Roadmap a couple of years ago. So I think if twice in 15 years or 14 years after years and years and years of no ads of any type, and then if you remember a few years ago, we did an abortive attempt with outside ads, which we made some money on but hated and so stopped it. Um and now we have our own ads. And some of you who have been listening recently, we're recording this in July of 2019, getting ready for the M Conference in Dallas, October 9th and 10th. Um, some of you have been listening lately. You've noticed we've had some, some ads for the M Conference. And uh, typically what we do as a company, what Mike and I try to do is be reliable. You know when you come to Manager Tools, when you come to Career Tools, you're going to get actionable advice. It's not skewed. We're not selling a product particularly. If you end up becoming a licensee, we'd like that. Uh, it helps us spread the management message worldwide. Um, and despite hundreds of thousands, millions of listeners a month, uh, we have less than 10,000 licensees. Um, so we also have public conferences where we teach effective management, effective communication, and effective hiring. Uh, and then we have some other products as well. Um, and M conference is so different. I talked to Mike and I said, I, I think we have to, we can't just do ads. I don't think people will get it. And so we apologize if you're expecting actionable guidance this week, we'll try to keep it short and simple. Uh, and we just want to explain what the M conference is. I, I will say, uh, one thing I got an email from a manager the other day, uh, I'm, uh, Mike, you're going to hate me for telling this story. I got an email a couple of weeks ago when we announced the M conference and he says, Mark, I am a manager of five directs at a company with 25 people. I've been looking for an opportunity to come to one of your conferences and I actually can come to Dallas. I think he was around Dallas, uh, October 9th and 10th, but I'm wondering whether or not I should come to the conference. And I told him no. Uh, I said that, uh, and the reason why is he's never been to an effective manager conference. Uh, he'd listened to podcasts. He started rolling out one-on-ones. I said, no, I, th I think it's smarter for you to go to effective manager. And then after that, consider going to effective communicator. So the, the distinction of M conference is that, uh, there will be actionable guidance, but really it's about the future of management and what we mean by the future is not the Jetsons, not science fiction, but what is in your future as a manager. For managers who see themselves developing themselves, and look, if you're not going to develop yourself, you don't listen to a podcast about management. 
Heck, I would argue there are a lot of people who want to develop themselves that won't listen to a podcast about management because who would want to tell their friends they listen to a podcast about management? But if you want to progress professionally, the folks most likely to have a sense of your future are executives. So the idea of the future of management for the working title of the, of the conference is the conference is about your future in management, not just the future of management generally. And typically what that means is you're going to become an executive. Companies continue to get smaller. And uh, we often say that being an executive is not just how close you are to the top, but also how far away you are from the bottom. But the real definition of an executive is someone who has responsibilities outside the organization. And what that means is if you've spent the last five or 10 years and you're a manager, maybe you're a senior manager, maybe you're a director, there is an enormous dichotomy between the things that will get you, have gotten you where you are to getting you to the next level. There's a great book about the executive transition called What Got You Here Won't Get You There. And it basically tells 20 stories of the classic mistakes that mid-level managers make. And, and they wonder, why can I not get to the next level? The idea of the M conference is to help you get to the next level. And it's simple as that. Um, and frankly, in addition, the format is drawn from that mission. Look, the manager tools mission, our mission as a company is every manager effective and every professional productive. What we mean by that is every manager in the world. Uh, we want to eliminate bad management. As I remember Mike saying once when we were at a client years and years and years ago at the end of the day, if every manager were as good as they could be, and that is not a terribly difficult proposition, we don't need everybody to be Einsteins and Newtons and Beethovens and Bachs and so on. Um, if every manager were effective to their potential, there wouldn't be any famine, there wouldn't be any hunger. The potentiality for the human race is so enormous and yet, while organizations are fantastic at, at expanding the impact of human beings, the organization also puts a tax on us that limits that upper ability, the, the ability to truly harness all of the human potential in organizations. It's one of the fundamental tensions in management, uh, learning and development and professional education for the last 50 years is the tension between the individual and the organization. So... If we're going to make every manager in the world effective, we can't do it with my voice, Mike's voice, Kate and Sarah's voice. Uh, we just can't do it. We need help. Uh, we need more voices being heard more often about management, professionalism, ethics, and people. That's Horseman's Law. It's all about people. Uh, and so we realized that as often as people tell us how great the manager tools community is and how they've reached out to someone that we put them in contact with and that person helped them get a job or talked them through a difficult situation, um, uh, we, we do less than we could in creating, fomenting, encouraging that uh, the manager tools community. And, and Mike and I talked about it and realized the manager tools community and all the voices in it are way smarter than us. And so, particularly for the executive level transition, which gets me much more nuanced and so on, 
We realize that for that for that senior manager or the manager who's in a smaller company who's starting to take on executive responsibilities, the senior manager, the director, to get to the next level, it'll be more effective for you to hear from other people who are already at that level and have been through the transition you're going through. So the idea was, let's have a series of Manager Tools community, long-time members, listeners, managers, executives, people who have stories have started listening to us and, and grew through the ranks. And what they'll tell you, you're not going to sit through 10 hours of, or however many hours it is, of this is how Manager Tools helped me. We've actually discouraged that. What they're going to talk about is the things that have made an enormous difference for them in their career. What's more, because this is about community as well, we're going to work very hard to make sure that all of the attendees and all of the speakers are able to stay in touch. We're not just going to give them your email addresses, but we're going to encourage you and follow up to make sure that you have created new relationships, that you'll know somebody in other industries, that you'll know somebody who's going through what you've gone through, that you won't just have to ask me or somebody here at Manager Tools. You can ask anybody who comes to the conference, people in different industries, presenters, attendees, and so on. And we find that... um, the people, what was it Satya Nadella just said, the Microsoft guy? Oftentimes, it's not the know-it-all that gets ahead, but the learn-it-all. And this is an opportunity to learn from people who have been where you are and have gone to the next level and have strong opinions about what that means and what it takes. Yeah, I'd say one other thing. These are people that we've learned from, right? That's, oh my gosh. That's yeah. the, that, that's so uh, go to the source, folks. These are people who have been incredibly successful um, and continue to amaze us with the things they do and the knowledge and wisdom they have around being an executive. Yeah. And, and, and look, we, we chose 10 people we have close relationship with and said, Will you come speak? And every single one of them, save one, who, by the way, is going to be an attendee, said yes. And the only reason he didn't speak, we would have loved to have had him there, is because his company doesn't allow that. Now, look, for those of you who don't know, whenever we do a cast, there's a very detailed outline of the cast. And and typically, um, we follow that outline fairly religiously, except for my rants and raves and sidelines and so on. Uh, The last thing we're going to talk about, logistical details. I do want to say this. Um, it is again, nine and 10 October in Dallas. Uh, it is not like a normal conference instead of one of us training. This is a management conference where there will be speakers, multiple speakers, and we're going to go through them. So you can get to know them a little bit here in just a minute. And, uh, the agenda is speaker after speaker, people we've selected for you and the opportunity for you to meet them, get to know them and the other attendees uh, informally uh, so that you can maintain a relationship with them, have a new mentor, have somebody you can reach out to. Right, and meet us as well. This is not one of the normal things we're sending out a presenter. I mean, Mark's going to be there. I'm going to be there. Wendy's going to be there. Kate's going to be there. Sarah's going to be there. Maggie's going to be there. This is a full, full-on engagement for uh, for the whole manager tools team, so... If for whatever reason you'd want to meet any yeah. of us, uh, we'll all be there. Well, I still remember the time 
oh, it's been 12 years ago, somebody came to my house in Fredericksburg, Texas. Saturday afternoon, and I had a little teeny house and a little teeny separate office. And apparently, he had knocked on the main door, and I was by myself that weekend. And uh, and then nobody answered, so he came to what was clearly my office, and he knocked on the door. And I walked to the door and had a had shorts and flip flops and a t shirt on and summer day in Texas. And he said, "Hi." I said, "Hi." Uh, he says, "Are you Mark Horseman?" I said, "Yeah." He says, I'm a big fan. And I said, of what? <laughs> like the, Of the Dodgers? Of the Cowboys? You've been served. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. And I said, well, great. What, what are you doing here? He says, well, I was shopping on Main Street. And so I came in. I said, well, you want a beer? <laughs> and he came in and we had a beer. It was unusual. But yes, I'll be there. Uh, and I'll be talking. Uh, but really, I'll spend more time facilitating connections between everybody that's there. So- I just wanted to set up that logistical piece. It is different. It is not a training session. It is It is a conference. And we've chosen some people that we trust completely. We've asked them to think about what their topic is. We have given them no specific guidance about topics because we trusted them. That's why they're coming. So let me just run through the speakers, Mike, I think at a high level. Um, and for those of you who don't know, if you come to the website, manager-tools.com slash mconference, you'll find an agenda. There's a frequently asked questions page. There's a what to tell your boss page that you can print out. Um, and basically on Wednesday, October 9th, we have breakfast. We sign in at nine o'clock. Um, we welcome everybody. Uh, at 930, our first speaker is Karen Adams. Uh, Karen is a longtime listener, client and friend of the firm, and is the president and CEO of FundServe. Uh, she was recognized in 2017 as one of Canada's top 100 most powerful women. Uh, she was recently voted CEO of the year by Wealth Professional in 2019. Really dynamic, really forward-thinking executive. Uh, spent a long time working for HSBC and became a client of ours when she was in Amman, Jordan. And uh, dynamic, uh, direct, no-nonsense. And uh, she hasn't even told us what she's going to talk about uh, because we are not worried that she will light things up to begin the day. Um, Following Karen is a longtime friend of mine, somebody who I think of as one of the most creative financial people I've ever met, Gene Hill who's the chairman and managing partner of SV Health Investors. You've probably never heard of Gene, uh, which is how Gene likes it. He has been investing in healthcare companies for the last 30 years, um, is uh, exceptionally successful, but more than that, is one of the the nicest people I've ever met in my life. Uh, Yes, he's been a very successful executive, president of Behavioral Health at United Healthcare, CEO and president of U.S. Behavioral Health, president and chairman of Sierra Health and Life Insurance Company. I mean, on and on and on and on. One of the nicest, 10 nicest people I've ever known in my life. When he meets you, you will immediately feel warm, direct, and his topic is about how he chooses investments. And when you become an executive, you're going to have to make investment calls for your organization. And interestingly, he uses Laird Hamilton surfing big waves to make his point. And he had me and some friends at dinner a couple of months ago in rapt attention 
the other people at the table were very successful people, but they were amazed at how concise and easy Gene made it to understand what it was he does, which I think of as being over my head. Um, we also have, um, speaking, Mark Granger, um, longtime friend of the firm. Mark is one of the few people who's ever been on the podcast, right, Mike? That's right. He's the global head of talent for Debevoir and Plimpton, which is a huge law firm based in New York. Uh, he used to be uh, at Credit Suisse, where he was a client and became a friend of ours. Uh, has been in resources for a long, long time. He tells the story about his first time listening. I think he actually says, I'm not sure I like Mark, but this is really good stuff. <laughs> uh, he's British. He sounds British, but he is exceptionally bright. He sounds British, but? But, well, did I say that? Did I say but? Yeah, he did. Um, yeah. yeah, that's a. Sorry, that's Mark. A, yeah, I, Mark Granger will, will laugh at me for that. I don't feel that way. Just, just to be clear, yeah. I don't feel that way. <laughs> and. Mark is, because he's head of talent and has been involved in recruiting, um, his take on things, he's an important guy to know in the world, in my opinion. Um, the next guy is, will I think will surprise a lot of people, Charlie Chang. I've known Charlie for a few years. He's the CEO of a company called TC Lab in Silicon Valley. Charlie's uh, previous firm was a client of ours. And I spent a great deal of time helping him build an organization before he sold the firm. He is exceptionally bright about business in Asia. He's the guy who told me that in China, the, the phrase they use for negotiation is, I win, you die. And he is incisive and smart and funny and will probably challenge the audience, which we recommend. Uh, we also have Lauren Dreyer, who is an executive uh, in human resources and in the technical world. We're not allowed to tell you what company she's from. We'll let you figure that out later. And she is probably one of the two or three best HR people we have worked with. In fact, her talk is called Embrace the Tension. I should have mentioned that Charlie's talk is about China. Um, but um, Lauren understands that there's a tension between managers and HR. And it's okay to have that tension, to understand that tension, and you're better off understanding it and working within it than simply complaining about HR, which she kids me that I say too often. Um, and I, we're lucky to have her because she's a very, very busy person. Uh, we also have Dan McGuire, who some people have heard of. He's also been on the cast. I think there have been only four other voices on the cast in our entire history outside of Manager Tools, um, Dan and Mark. Um, both of them from New York. And then the other two were special cases for John Lucht. And I think Jim Collins was the other guy. Um, Dan has been a, a chief technology officer, uh, chief information officer for virtually every firm that you've heard of on Wall Street. Um, we don't give him a hard time that he was a merchant marine officer. Um, yeah, actually, yes, we do. Um, but he's probably one of our closest friends in the Manager Tools uh, community. We've known him since the very beginning. Uh, when he started listening, he said the same thing. It's actionable and it's specific. Um, and he is, he's been on boards. He has fixed broken systems all over the world. Uh, TD Waterhouse, Thomson Reuters, Smith Barney, Morgan Stanley. It goes on and on and on and on. And Dan is absolutely not afraid to tell you what it's 
really like to be an executive. And the title of his talk should give you some sense of that. Managing in a hot LZ. If you get asked to go somewhere and fix a problem and nobody knows you, what's that like? How do you do it? Because if you're going to be somebody of consequence in an organization, they're going to ask you to do that and solve the problem with almost no resources before they're going to give you really, truly significant responsibilities. Uh, That's all the speakers on day one. On day two, probably one of my closest lifelong friends, John Hoffman, whom Mike knows well. John and Mike and I went to school together. He's the CEO of Pivotal Systems. I think it's his third or fourth role as uh, a CEO in Silicon Valley. He has one, they were the Inc. 500 fastest growing US-based engineering company in 2015. They recently listed on the Australian Stock Exchange. Um, he's uh, had a slew of successes in Silicon Valley with applied materials. Uh, at one point, I think was uh, the chief operating officer there. He's established offices for his firms in Taiwan, Singapore, China. Got his executive MBA from Stanford. Uh, and arguably is the greatest leader of people I've ever met in my life. And I've met a lot. Uh, and John will not uh, pull any punches either. Another good friend of the firm uh, is speaking after John. And, and by the way, folks, th- we do reserve the right to move things around if somebody's travel schedule has gotten messed up, but I'm just following the agenda here. Next guy is Gerhard Gross. Uh, who is, when he speaks, will be the VP of operations for America, all the Americas, North and South America, for Daimler Financial Services. We met Gerhardt when he was the CEO of Daimler Mexico, uh, and he has continued to go on to great things all over the world for Daimler. One of the most gracious and impressive uh, uh, people in terms of interactions a, a natural leader. Um, and I'm fascinated because he's going to talk about something that I don't get, which is how autonomous driving is changing the automotive industry. I, I'm seriously thinking about just sitting in and listening to that one because I don't get it. Uh, and he and Craig Glidden, our friend who is the general counsel at General Motors, both say the same thing. Get over it. It's coming. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that from Gerhardt. Uh, next is Eldon Schaefer, um, one of our longest time friends. In fact, wasn't Mike, wasn't Eldon our first client? He was. He was. And we told him no for months and months and months and months until he finally wore me down. Uh, he is president of Aptar Beauty and Home. He's been with Aptar for 25 years all over the world. Uh, he was president of North America for Sequist, uh, which is now Aptar Home and Beauty. Uh, a very dynamic, natural leader. Um, And he and I talked a lot about the learning we had gone through in our careers. And he said, I think one of the things I want to tell people is you're supposed to develop yourself and a more developed person creates more value for the corporation. So that's what his talk is going to be about. Uh, And I can assure you, Eldon will be at the top of the list of the most likable of all the speakers. Uh, And last, we have one of the most creative, futuristic people I've ever met in my life, uh, Ananda Panampalam. Ananda is a vice president with um, Publicis Sapient. 
Um, he his clients are in the finance world. He lives in London. Uh, he's a close friend of the firm. Uh, Ananda is more forward thinking. He's way ahead of the curve on machine learning and artificial intelligence, agile at scale, things like that. And when he sent me the outline of his talk called Exponential Thinking, I was blown away. I mean, it's obvious when you read it, but most of us don't think about it. If we're going to live to 100, when in fact the world we're in now is built for people to live to 80, what does that mean for you, your organization, and as well, your kids? Because your kids are going to learn live to 105, and our world is not built that way. That's the kind of things, in my opinion, that executives have to be thinking about. Executives have to think about the future because management is thinking about this week. And if nobody thinks about the future, the future will hit you in the face as it happens when your competitors come out with new tools that you haven't anticipated, when your customers choose to go somewhere else because someone else is serving them better, and so on. The last uh, slot is to, to, for us to talk about the future of management and um, give our take on things. But frankly, I would be happy with another speaker because when I listen to, when I talk to the speakers about what they were going to talk about, I said, I could do this for two or three days. Really, really, really excited. And I suppose, Mike, at this point, you're going to tell me that I have to talk about logistics at least a little bit. A little bit. I think that's what people are going to be asking yeah, okay. us right now. Because hopefully at this point, they've, they've been convinced that they should come or they'd like to come. Yeah. So and we have a couple of incentives we should have mentioned at the top of the show. But I'm trying to follow Simon Sinek's thing where he says, don't tell them what and then how and then why. Start with the why. And then tell them the how and then ultimately tell them the what. So, again, Dallas, 9 and 10 October. Um. It costs $3,000, which is more, a good bit more than than uh, a typical conference. On the other hand, it's a two-day-long conference. Every single attendee will pay $3,000, but 2000 of those dollars will go to credit for your license for the next 10 years. Uh, if you're already a licensee, it's going to save you $2,000 over the life of your license. If you're not a licensee, it's gonna, you're, you're going to enjoy the benefits of being a licensee in terms of things I think I think and three random things. And, of course, all the show notes and access to me for management help and so on. Um, come to the website and sign up. Uh, you can send me mail at mahorseman at manager-tools.com. I'll be happy to answer your questions. If you want to talk to one of the speakers beforehand, we'll be happy to arrange that if you're wondering what they're going to talk about or um, anything at all. Now, to be fair, there's only 50 slots. We were worried that we'd have 250 people and it would just be a big crowd. The reason we want it smaller is so that you can step out of the talk to talk to one of the other speakers. There'll be plenty of time between talks. There'll be time in the evening of the first day. Dinner is designed to facilitate those kinds of conversations that lead to lifelong friendships. We have said it before that the most important career tools cast is building your network. And we want to help you build yours. And we want to help you build it with people that we trust and respect, people in the MT community. Well, thanks, everybody. We look forward to hearing from you and seeing you at the M Conference, October 9th and 10th, Dallas, Texas. Yeah, hope to see y'all there.